Welcome to the When It Matters podcast, brought to you by Kirkwood Bank and Trust. This podcast provides in-depth interviews with business owners and banking experts about how to better your financial health and be prepared for the moments that matter. I'm Jared Auer, the branch manager and loan officer at our downtown branch. Today's guest is Lana Brooks, the owner of Terry's Health Products. Lana, welcome to the When It Matters podcast. Thanks Great for to having have you. me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. First, can you just share a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? And a little bit of your background. Yeah, born and raised in Bismarck. So I'm from Bismarck. Um, went to college at Moorhead State. Well, it's MSUM now, but it was Moorhead State at the time. Um, was gone for 17 years and then came back to buy the store. So where were you at for those 17 years? And what, what brought you back to, to the Bismarck Bandit area? Yeah, I really never thought I would come home. <laughs> but my parents pushed <laughs> like a lot of parents do. But I left for college and um, started working and was really involved in a lot of corporate retail. Um, just started working my way up. I've been in, retail's been in my blood and in my heart since I was 15. Mm-hmm. And so I managed a lot of different stores, different companies, and worked my way up into uh, more corporate retail, district manager, area manager. At one point I was a corporate fixer. Mm. So they would send me into other struggling stores and I would either clear out the staff or clear out marketing or fix visual or something just to fix fix the whole store. Mm -hmm. Um, And then an opportunity came up to buy Terry's Mm -hmm. and I moved home. Mm-hmm. Did you, when before you bought Terry's, did you work for Terry's Health Products before the purchase, or you you came to to Bismarck and bought the and bought the the business? I didn't. My mom was working. She was friends with Terry and Bobby Hagen, okay. and she was working there part time. And so the natural health industry was always in my blood because I grew up in it. My mom was always really into natural healing and natural sources for. Um, combating just common things, common colds, flus, things like that. And so through, throughout college, I'd talk to my mom and, and I'd say, oh, I think I'm not feeling very well. I'm going to send you something. So when um, Bobby was deciding to sell the store, she, my mom thought of me and I was doing corporate retail um, based out of actually South Dakota at the time. And she said, I think this is a great opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. And I dug into it and looked into it, and I agreed and moved home. Mm-hmm. Terry's Health Products has been a fixture in Bismarck for for many many years. How long has the business been in place, and how long have you opened or, or owned it? Yeah, it was established in '84, so it's been 36 years. And I bought it in 2012, mm-hmm. um, and I knew as of 2010 that this was happening. So for two years, I was kind of preparing for that, getting myself home and but I've owned it eight years now. Since you bought an existing business, can you tell us about some of the challenges that you faced um, when you took over? You know, I think the biggest challenge with buying an existing established business is maintaining that customer's trust. It's an established business. They have an expectation of things that are done a certain way. And you, I think some of the biggest mistakes that business owners, when they buy an established business, they go in and completely try to make it their own. And I recognize that and I respected the community and the customer mm-hmm. for that. And and also Bobby and Terry Hagen, which many people ask me, why didn't you change the name? Mm-hmm. 
because it's not Lana's. It's Terry's Health Products. That's the established business. That's the established name. I wanted to just continue that trust that the community has trusted Terry's Health Products and just build on it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, So some of the challenges, what are some of the benefits of buying an existing business rather than just starting fresh? Yeah, absolutely. You come with a customer base, which is great. and it's it's an established business, so that's always a foot up. But there is work to be done because of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, maintaining that trust. Mm-hmm. But really establish, having an established customer base is one of the biggest advantages. I know I've been in Terry's Health Products a few times, mm-hmm. and it can be very overwhelming. Walking in, there's a lot of products and just a lot going on. Um, where do you start? Where would you, where would you tell or encourage people to, to start their uh, their health journey? You know, we see people coming in for a variety of reasons. Some people are coming in because they were just diagnosed with something. They had lab works done and their doctor said, you're low in vitamin D or you, um, you need to do this or you need to start taking more calcium. So we see people come in with an established need. Now we also see people coming in who want to just improve their life, their lifestyle, their health. Um, I think coming in with an idea of what you want to accomplish helps tremendously. Mm -hmm. So if it's cleaning up your diet, um, uh, knowing that coming in with that idea, like I want to kind of just clean up my diet, I want to get rid of the garbage, I want to get rid of the processed foods. Mm -hmm. Or if it's I want to kind of start a supplement routine, I want to get healthier and start taking some supplements. Coming in with kind of a game plan, um, our health squad is awesome for breaking down things like that and establishing what your needs are and kind of asking open-ended questions to to help you figure those things out but probably the biggest mistake that people do is they try to do too much at one time Mm -hmm. i'm gonna revamp my whole life i'm getting rid of all the toxic soap everything my laundry soap my food everything and it's it's overwhelming and it gets to be too much and it's hard to maintain so coming in with a, a game plan and one thing at a time. Sure, sure. Um, what advice would you give someone wanting to follow in your footsteps in uh, in not even buying a business, but just even starting a business? I think do your research. Um, that's probably understand what your your competitors are, understand what your market share is. That's huge. Um, and really use experts, um, people who are experts at what they do will help you grow your business and help you really take your business to a success. When I first bought the store, I tried doing payroll and things like that for a couple months. I quickly discovered, nope, this is why there are experts at what they do. So um, have a good accountant, have a good CPA, have a good attorney, Mm -hmm. um, use marketing people, have a good banker and that you establish a relationship with and trust with and just really establishing those relationships in your community will help your business. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put those pieces around you so that you can focus on the business and and make it prosper. So Lana, this is the when it matters podcast. Um, What are some moments in the life of your business that really mattered um, to get you to where you are today? I have a couple. I think one um, that really matters in my development as a leader was before I even bought the store. It was 2009, I was doing corporate retail. We were opening a new store in Mall of America and I had brought in about 30 store managers from other stores 
And we were working 100-hour weeks. And there were high-level executives walking around. And I had a couple store managers that were pregnant at the time. And they were working 12, 14-hour days. And one of them was so exhausted. And she said, I'm so tired. I said, go home. And she said, I can't. She said, the vice president, the president, I can't. I said, just go home. I'll take the heat. And he actually approached me and he said, where is Sheila? We'll call her. And I said, I sent her home. She's seven months pregnant. And he said, get her back here. We need her here. And I said, no, she. I'll pick up her slack. And it was that moment, actually, after that week, after we got that store done, I called um, Bobby Hagen and I said, is the store still for sale? And she said, yes. I said, I'm going to buy it. And it was that moment, that interaction that made me realize that I wanted to be the person to be able to make people's lives easier. And I wanted to be the kind of leader that people respected and looked up to. Um, I took that experience and used it to really, what could I do to help people mm-hmm. and, and lead with integrity? So that was a crucial moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was when we were in 2017, we had our CBD products confiscated. That time frame taught me so much about humility and integrity and fighting for what you believe in and fighting for what is right. And um, it, if I had to relive that whole thing again, I wouldn't do it any differently. I would go through the confiscation. Mm-hmm. I would go through the fight because I came out stronger. My business came out stronger. And we came out as really as leaders in, in the hemp and CBD industry because of that. Oh, well, I remember you. I remember that uh, being in the news or whatever about, mm-hmm. the, about the CBD and the confiscation. Can you tell us a little bit about what exactly... Uh, yeah. The circumstances were what happened. Yeah, exactly. totally. There was so so much misinformation that was circulated. So um, I love to talk about it, actually, because it was really, it was business and life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had carried hemp-derived CBD products since 2015. We mm-hmm. were the first store in North Dakota to carry them. Um, there was a farm bill that was passed in 2014. After that happened, a lot of company, CBD companies started coming in the radar and were reaching out to us, and we had a couple different brands. Um, there were some DEA changes, basically accounting changes, that happened in early 2016 that ended up putting hemp products and CBD products kind of on the radar of the DEA. And um, the DEA started rolling out memos to local law enforcement departments that any businesses or stores that are selling this, they considered it illegal. Technically, with the farm bill that was in 2014, it really wasn't, but it was all accounting things on a DEA interpretation level, let's put it that way. So we had... um, Bismarck Narcotics come in and simply ask us, do you carry these products? And we were proud. We were like, yeah. Do you probably need them? Are you stressed? (laughs) Do you like have inflammation? Yeah, we totally do. Can I show them to you? And um, he said, well, you can't sell these. And so it wasn't ever a big raid. Um, They took a couple of the products for testing to see if there was any THC present. There wasn't. Um, He came back. Um, Detective Bolmy, who is great, um, 
He came back the next day and he said, actually, we need to confiscate these. You can't sell these. And so there was never a big raid sure. that people were saying. It was all very, um, we cooperated with everything yeah. and we turned everything over. And then I disagreed with, with their stance. And that's kind of where I started my, my fight. And I, I involved a lot of people who are a lot more intelligent in the hemp world and the hemp industry and have been working this fight for 20 years. Um, met a lot of great people nationwide. Um, I was involved in a lawsuit against the DEA. Um, mm. My declaration was used, which what happened to my small health food store, my declaration was used in a, in a lawsuit against the DEA in 2017. Um, I was involved in documentary and in books that were written because this was a really a, a, a life-changing time sure. in the hemp industry because this was happening to several health food store businesses and everyone who was involved in the hemp industry was like, this is illegal. You can't do this to these businesses that are selling a product that we're considering legal because of the 2014 farm bill. So sure. it was just, it was a very interesting time. It was stressful, yeah. um, but I wouldn't change it. And then um, I just kept pushing and I got the city council involved and I started working with a great attorney and we just really started reaching out to local people. We started work, reaching out to legislators and we got involved with the hemp farmers because there were already hemp farmers in North Dakota since 2017. And so we all kind of joined forces and um, I was a consultant on the house bill, the hemp house bill for North Dakota, um, a consultant to make sure that it was really the CBD portion was written appropriately for the retail aspect of it. Mm. And then in January of 2009, our North Dakota hemp house bill passed. And in 2018, actually the federal hemp bill passed, which basically legalized hemp and all of its derivatives. And when that happened, Detective Mike Bulmy called me personally, and he said, I want to call you personally and say, congratulations. Sure. Thank you for your partnership during this time. Thank you for the education that you gave us um, on really what these products are. Put them back out on your shelf, and thank you. So it was just a lot of people got educated during that time yeah. pe period, and it was educating for me. It, it, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Sure. How it all went down, I wouldn't change one mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. Talk about the moment that that mattered. For that sure. really mattered. I mean, huge it, turning point. it was huge. It was yeah. huge. It taught me a lot about who I am as a business owner, my integrity, my humility, how I handle myself, how I present myself, mm -hmm. and also how I can be a face and a voice for a somewhat not so much anymore, but at the time it was a little controversial. People still sure. didn't really understand the difference between like hemp and marijuana mm -hmm. and what CBD was. People still kind of thought that it was skirting the line a little bit. Um, but it, it really gave me the opportunity to be a face for um, a product that I really believe in mm -hmm. and really support. And that's why I created a hemp company because of it. So I started Peace Garden Hemp, which is a North Dakota-based hemp. Um, we do hemp seeds, hemp seed oil, and then we do a CBD line mm -hmm. um, based on my involvement with sure. with that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Lana. Thanks a lot for being here. And uh, thanks for your, your inspiration, your leadership, 
and uh, and what you've done for for the community as a whole so um, where can people go to reach out and get more uh, information about terry's health products absolutely well we're always at the store so you can always call us um you can also find us um on our website terryshp.com or instagram terry's health products or facebook terry's health products perfect awesome thanks a lot for your time i appreciate it absolutely thanks for having me it's fun Thanks for listening to this episode of the When It Matters podcast. Subscribe for new episodes and connect with us online at Kirkwood Bank and Trust on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for more information or to speak with one of our financial experts, visit kirkwoodbank.com. Kirkwood Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender.